Hello and welcome to the Black Eye Podcast. I am your host, Michelle. How are you doing today? Oh, well, for all of you out there on YouTube, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Uh, today's subject, I'm just going to drop, uh, jump right in. If you're new to this channel or you're new to the podcast, I pretty much talk about uh, news of the day or... Um, women's issues, um, female empowerment, although I didn't put that in the description, I do talk about that quite often. Today's subject is based on a post I, uh, I put on Instagram, and it's called, You Owe No Man Submission. Now, for those of you who may not know, which I don't think anybody who is in these YouTube streets are entirely ignorant too. Um, there is a, I don't know, what is this? A doctrine, I guess you can call it, for lack of a better term or word, in which um, <laughs> somebody says that women should be submissive to men. And they preach this doctrine um, constantly. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's the manosphere. I don't even know why I'm trying to avoid it. It's the manosphere. And it all started a little bit with Kevin Samuels, who preached this particular gospel um, relentlessly, daily, about how women should be submissive to men. Now, I, like many other women, was completely and entirely taken aback by the term uh, submissiveness and being submissive to men. And um, I, I don't have a problem with being cooperative because I believe that when you find the right person and you two are in sync and you have good chemistry, you are automatically cooperative. That's not something that you have to force yourself to be to cooperate because that's what commonality is about. The two of you able being able to cooperate with each other. So... The word submissive, especially as a, a black American, I found to be offensive. And uh, I grew up in church, okay? Christian church. Uh, they, they preach fire and brimstone. They talk daily about hell and uh, the rapture. Uh, my entire life I spent reading the Bible uh, and I read that Bible, anything with tracts talking about the end times. Um, when I was 11, I didn't think I was going to see my 20s. And I was pretty shocked when I was 25 because I was told for years that the rapture was coming any time and that you had to be ready. And I, it was just shocking to realize that, you know, it hadn't arrived yet, and there wasn't uh, a rapture. People hadn't disappeared into thin air. Now, that's not to say that just because one doesn't believe it that it's not going to happen. It's just to say that, you know, it made me think. Actually, I thought about religion a little more uh, uh, before I turned 26. I was questioning a great deal of um, what was in the Bible. Well, after I read the Bible, I found that the Bible 
that what people said was in the Bible was not exactly uh, what the Bible actually said. And I found that preachers, ministers, so-called ministers of the gospel, um, create narratives. And what they do, and, and, and corporations do it too, you know, um, they take biblical, biblical, oh, forgive me for that, principles, and they apply them to secular, to the secular world. And that's how they manipulate you, because the principles of the Bible are, of course, good principles. They are good principles, principles to follow. But the problem with those principles is if you're not a Christian, they don't necessarily apply to you. If you're not a follower of Jesus, they don't apply to you. You can use those principles because they are fundamental truths. And, you know, if you give, it shall be given unto you. If you uh, do good to others, then, you know, good will come back. These are fundamental truths. There are things in the Bible that you really don't have to be a Christian to understand. But there are certain things, certain uh, scriptures, like with the Apostle Paul, that are clearly instructions for Christians to live. It's not meant for the secular world. Just like there are, are verses and, and, and um, I don't call them biblical, but uh, things in the Quran that are for people who follow Islam. There are verses and scriptures in the Torah that are for Jews or for people who practice Judaism. There are scriptures in the Bible that are for Christians. They're, they instruct Christians on how to live in this world, how to navigate, how a Christian family or a Christian single person, how you should behave. There are clear instructions for those. And so when I, when I observed that many of the women push back at the word submissive, some women agree, you know, they believe they should be submissive. And, you know, I believe a woman if you choose to submit to your husband, then you should absolutely, or submit to a man, not because I'm giving myself away here, but if you choose to submit to a man, then you should absolutely do that. But you do that under, well, again, I'm just going to leave it there. If you choose to submit to a man, then you should do that. That's, but it has to be your choice. It can't be that a man... You, you just submit to a man that comes into your life. And the reason why the title of this podcast is You Owe No Man's Submission is because I wanted to illustrate to you um, something that came to me kind of in, in, I can't really describe it, but you know, it. I, I remembered something that Jesus said. And he said, Render unto Caesar what is due to Caesar, 
and render unto God what's due God. And I went back and I read the passages that Apostle Paul, and if, for those who don't know, Apostle Paul was in the New Testament. He was not one of the disciples of Jesus. He came after uh, Jesus. And he was a priest, a high priest, and he used to uh, persecute and kill Christians. And he uh, was converted to Christianity, and, and some people call him a zealot. But he, he became very, very instrumental in instructing Christians on life here on earth, helping Christians to navigate the world as it was then and the world as it is now. Those same principles apply if you are a Christian. And he wrote extensively, many letters. He was one of the few apostles, I believe, who was learning. He could read, he could write. Again, he was a high priest. He was a, a, one of the highest priests, um, uh, uh, rabbis, excuse me, I keep saying priest, but he was one of the highest uh, rabbis uh, the higher ones, uh, I forgot what you call them, the, the Sarasites, or he, he was on the higher echelon. He was well-educated. And he wrote many letters to Christians all over the world, instructing them on how to um, evangelize, uh, again, how to live here on earth, uh, how to, you know, be married, what Christianity should look like on a day-to-day -day basis. And so I went back to the scripture and I read it. Now for the for the record, this is not going to be a Bible um, podcast, at least I hope that's not the direction I'm taking it into. But it is going to be a podcast. Um, this particular episode is going to be about why you don't owe people submission, why you don't. And that is based largely on scripture. Because I want to show everyone that just because someone adopted a scriptural context doesn't mean that that applies to you here in your natural life. Now, the person who preached this doctrine the most, and I'm trying very um, hard not to mention his name, Kevin Samuels, who, um, I'm, yeah, I'm trying. Kevin Samuels preached this doctrine. And he said, and I remember in his, when I watched him, that he was, he did couples therapy in church. So this is why he was an uh, expert in relationships, because he had done couples therapy in church. And, um, I suspect that is how he came to these, to use these terms, these biblical terms, to pretty much degrade and denigrate women um, on his podcast. And I want to tell you why that does not necessarily apply to you. Now, um, In this verse right here, Ephesians 5, 21, 6, 4, 
the Apostle Paul made it clear that when he was talking to uh, the church, the church being the body of Christ, when he was preaching about what wives should be and what husbands should be, he was preaching to the church. And that the church, that he wasn't talking to secular people. He wasn't. This had nothing to do with how we live today. Because how we live today is very different from how what Apostle Paul wrote about years ago. And like I said, today women have more autonomy and more independence and more agency in our lives. And we can choose to live this way, but it's not required of you in the same way that it would be required of a woman of the faith. And I want to show you, um, you know, there's a sentence here as before it says, wives submit to your husbands. Um, there's a sentence here that actually is more important than wives submit to your husbands. It is definitely this sentence right here, where it says, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Now that is very important because it's telling you right here that you have if you have crossed all your eyes, excuse me, crossed all your eyes, get me, crossed all your the T's, dotted all your eyes, that and you come together and did all the work, then the two of you under the faith, the two of you in the faith, are submitting to each other in the fear of the Lord. You're submitting yourself unto the Lord as a couple. And the next sentence in the next verse reads, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Now, in the manosphere, they keep telling you that you should submit to men. Just submit. You, you have to submit to men. I want, you, I want submission. I want obedience. I want all this stuff. And... <laughs> I kind of chuckle at that because I, I really don't believe that men want true submission because that's, that's not going to ever work. But the important thing about this verse is that wives should submit to their own husbands as unto the Lord. Again, telling people who are in the faith, not secular people, not people of today, only people who are in the faith. Just as you would submit to the Lord, because first of all, you're submitting to God, and then you are submitting yourself to your own husbands. That means that you are not submissive to somebody who's kicking it with you, or somebody who, you're, who is your boyfriend and y'all just hanging out. It's, I mean, you know, and I don't know how people go on with this submission, you know, having babies with people who are not making real promises to you and all that kind of stuff. But that's a whole other can of worms. Um, that is part of submission, though. You're having babies with him 
and he's not your husband and he's he's going to leave you or whatever but it's it's really for wives christian wives to submit to their husbands in the lord that's not a mindless brainless thing that is a conscientious choice for christians and it goes on to read that for the husband is the head of the wife in the lord i'm just going to show you this in a minute even as christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body again comparing it to christ and the body of the church again not for secular people but for people who follow christ for church people not even for church people for people who follow christ for christians these are instructions for christians and he says again this is something that's very important again stating that this is for christians therefore as the church is subject unto christ so let the wives be on un, un, be to their own husbands in everything again comparing the wife to the church why because this is christian instruction not secular instruction why michelle can't this principles apply to today's modern world why because it the law of the land in the united states says that we don't have to we women do not have to submit to anyone we can women can go out and make our own money we can go out and do take care of our lives be doctors lawyers whatever we need to be we do not have to submit to you because most people aren't christians in the sense of they are believers or they are practicing and that's why the word being submissive is an anathema because as americans especially as black americans as black people black women in particular i know for my let me just talk from my experience but for, for black people in whole slavery that's one word slavery and personally i don't embrace being subjective or submissive to anyone you know because i've seen submissiveness and some of it isn't very good but I'm not going into that. I'm just saying, basically, that the church is being compared to a wife. A wife is the church, in, in a matter of speaking. And so, again, this is Christian instructions. Christian instructions. And the reason why you don't owe that to somebody is because you, it, it's about the faith two people coming together in agreement in the faith that's it so he goes on he says 
Again, he's going to compare husbands and wives. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Once again, Christian instructions. As Christ gave himself for the church, husbands, give yourself to the wives. It has nothing to do with secular people. Again, if you are not a follower of Christ, you cannot uphold this, 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 these uh, instructions. If you are not a, if you are not a Christian, you cannot uphold these instructions. I know you're all like telling me, "Woman, you're wrong. You're wrong. What the woman should be submissive." No, it does not apply to any woman. It does not apply to any man. It simply does not apply. It's the same thing as if we were to go to the, the, the Quran or something, and then somebody says, well, you know, women should wear hijabs. We should, all women should wear hijabs. You know, the, you know, too many people walking around with stuff showing, and if they wore a hijab, they would never have to worry about it. And then, you know, the, the men decide that that's the rule and that's the way and you know but we are in the united states of america no we don't have to wear a hygiene but if people who follow islam women who follow islam choose to wear the hijab, then she can but it's not a requirement for people who do not who are not in the islamic religion and that's the same with this instruction for husbands and wives and wives submitting to husbands. If you do not understand that this does not apply to you if you are not a follower of Christ, because it's very clear in the Bible. It's very clear in the Bible. There are constant comparisons between the church and the wife and the husband and Christ. Basically, he's saying, the Apostle Paul is saying, it's for Christians only. Only Christians could understand. Only Christians could really fulfill. So you can't submit to some guy on internet, on, on, on internet or on YouTube, telling you that you should be submissive. You can't submit. I mean, you can if you want to. But I'm saying, you don't owe anyone submission based on him just being a man. Because there's also a scripture in there that says, Cursed be the man, human being, that puts his trust in the harms of flesh. That's a scripture. And we all know that if you're putting your trust in a boyfriend and you're having his kid, that maybe he's not going to be faithful to you. Maybe he's going to leave you and the kid. And then here you are being submissive to him. And he has no intentions of ever being with you on a permanent level. And it goes on to say, husbands, okay, and love your wives, even as Christ goes on and loved the church and gave himself to it. That he might and then sanctify, cleanse, washing of water by the word. Again, he's talking about spiritual stuff. Okay. 
deep, deeper stuff. And he's talking about being clean without spot and wrinkle. He's talking about the Holy Spirit, you know. And uh, let me move this out of the way here. He says, so, you know, spot and wrinkle. So, ought, so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies? He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Now, you know that most of the men in the manosphere are not talking about loving you as they love themselves. That whole mentality is wrong on so many levels. It's just wrong. They're talking about how you had to come in and earn their love and you gotta work for this and you know you gotta pay half and and, and all of that kind of stuff that's all wrong I, I don't have to tell most of you that i know like a lot of the grown-ups know this but a lot of young people and i can understand this i can understand like you don't have a father to talk to even women don't really tell you the truth about you know what it means to really find someone that you really love and you want to spend your life with, but how sometimes you have to withhold your impulse to want to give them everything because it has the, the feelings have to be mutual. And you can't do all the work to be the husband and the wife and all of that while he sits back and just watches you. That's not what it's all about. Not what real marriage is all about in, in the secular world but not even, even less if you're a Christian. So it says here, for no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth it and cherisheth it, even as the Lord does. Let me see. I got a pencil right here. Get rid of that so I can read. All right. So, even as the Lord cherishes them, okay? For, and then it goes on to talk about who, again? People of the faith. People who are Christians. And it goes on to say, for we are members of his body. What is the body? The church. Of his flesh and of his bones. Now, I know, like, people are rolling their eyes, like, oh, my God, she's talking about biblical stuff. But it's important because so many ministers, fake gurus, and the people, and, and the others, others, like to grab on to something that is very familiar. Because nobody wants to argue with something that's vaguely spiritual. Like we, especially if it's the Bible, you you kind of keep quiet about it. <laughs> Excuse me, and it'll bother you a little bit, and you'll keep quiet about it. But you won't say you won't argue with anybody about it. But it's still manipulative because it's used as a whip to demean and demoralize you to say that if you are 
are a woman of substance. You got up, you went to school, you worked, you made something of yourself, unfortunately, because, you know, nobody else is going to do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. You know, that's a whole can of worms that um, I don't really have time to go into today. But, um, so, it's telling you right there. And now he goes into the next part of the, 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 uh, the scripture, which is, for, the call, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they, shall, they too shall be one flesh. And then he says, uh, you know, this is a great mystery, I speak of Christ and the church, again, talking to Christians about how they should be, this is what the comparison is, and again, exclusively talking to Christians, saying, nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself. So he's saying, yes, I am talking about uh, the church in Christ, but nevertheless, that you should love your wife as himself and see that she reverences her husband. Reverences her husband. So now I'm going to take a quick break and then I'm going to be right back on the other side of this. You are listening to the Black Eye Podcast. And I'm back. Uh, had to take a quick break and uh, come back on the other side of the conversation that I was having uh, hopefully with you and hopefully you learned something and hopefully I made some sense um, regarding why secular women uh, owe no man submission because um, I left off at the spiritual part where nevertheless in every one of you in particular so love your wife as himself, the wife see to it that she reverences the, her husband. Um, for those of you who are here, welcome back to the second segment of the Black Eye Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Michelle. And today's discussion, again, is you owe no man submission. And I was hoping to um, show you a reason why you don't owe men uh, submission. Um, because so many times, and I hear this on, on the black community more than I hear this anywhere else, which again, I think is so strange and weird and just out of place because I don't even know why black people would embrace submission of any of our people for any reasons, considering that we are always complaining about white supremacy, uh, racism, systemic racism, and all the other 
um, obstacles that keep us, uh, that hold us back and such and such and such and so and so and so. So I'm always perplexed to find that black men in particular are always on the on TikTok, especially young ones who look like they don't have a job or anything. And I'm not here to really denigrate you like that, but you know, you don't look like you're somebody that should anybody should submit to. And you all come in and you talk about how women should submit to you, even though you don't even know what submission is and if it applies to women today. And I'm here to really show women that it really doesn't apply to you. You owe no man submission. Um, just because they take you out to dinner and they give you a, a lovely time out doesn't mean that you owe them submission. And um, if you know it, they hold the door open for you, you don't owe them submission. Just because he's a man, you don't owe them submission. Um, submission again. This these texts, the submit woman submitting, wife submitting to your husband, is for Christians. It is Christian instructions, and most of y'all ain't Christians. You're not Christians. You don't follow the Christian ideology. You don't follow Jesus in that way, which is fine. And again, I will say that if a woman, if y'all want to take this and apply this to your life, excuse me, I don't know where that's coming from, but if you want to take this and apply this to your life, and this is a woman's choice, then fine. Make that choice. Make that decision. But you make that decision. And you have to be discerning women, I'm talking to women in particular, about to whom you yield your, your, your person. Because submission is yielding yourself to, a, to another human being, to his authority. And today, women have authority. We have authority. And don't come to me and tell me that this is how it's ought to be and everything when there are clear examples where, even in the Bible, that women have been strong and, and preaching the gospel and strong in the faith in the Old Testament and in the New. And if you are not a follower of the Christian religion, then you have to know that there are religions where females are the dominant, uh, the dominant deity. And you, if you are uh, familiar with certain African uh, religions, I don't call them religions, but you, you know, females are not subjected or subject or submissive to the man. So then I wonder why all these men are calling for women to be submissive when it does not apply. Women don't owe you submission. They don't. Because once again, I will repeat it, once again, I can't beat that drum hard enough. What is for Caesar 
ought to be rendered to Caesar, and what is of God ought to be rendered to God. And I am so tired of uh, pseudo-gurus who come out of the woodworks, take some Bible stuff, and then mix it in with some mumbo-jumbo and confuse people, uh, confuse women or confuse people, and, and have some pseudo-truths here and tell people that what is for Christians is also for them. And that is not the case. That's why it's an anathema to most people. That's why people, that's why most women resist, especially black women. That's why they resist, because what? No. Now, again, if you are a Christian, then this, you, you understand the word. I hope you do. You understand what it means. If you are a practicing Christian, this is all about, not even about being subject to your husband, but submitting to Christ and him crucified. That's exactly what it's all about. And, and Apostle Paul makes that abundantly clear because he compares Christ and the husband and the church and why. Coming together in union. That's under the faith. And that does not apply to everyone else. So it does, if you're a woman out here and you haven't been in the faith or you're not of the faith, maybe you're something, that does not apply to you. If you are, um, you know, you haven't been to church or you haven't grown up, in, that does not apply to you. It simply does not apply to you. And how are you going to submit to somebody just because somebody told you to? Because you see how the man has to come. He has to love you more than he loves himself. Or just at least just as much as he loves himself. He said no man ever yet hated his own flesh. And there's a whole can of worms there that I'm not going to go into. Again, somebody else does that much better than I do. But nourishes and cherishes it even as the Lord does or whatever. But just the same. Just the same. Um, you owe no one that kind of submission. There we go. Okay. So, so it says again, for no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourisheth it and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. So think about what that means. And then it goes on to tell us exactly who he is talking to. He said, for we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Who is he talking about? He's talking about Jesus. He's talking about Christians. He's talking about people of the faith. We, not the whole world, not people who are not of the faith, but we, 
I mean, and I'm talking just, you know, as, as, as in the Bible. We are of the faith. That's for Christians. So when you have these people up here yapping about how women are out of line and this and that and the other thing, they don't know what they're talking about. They really don't know what they're talking about. They have no clue. Because if they were in order themselves, they would understand why women had to step up to the plate and take care of themselves, especially black women. Because when it comes to black women, and you you hear the words welfare queen, do you think of a beautiful blonde Jennifer with two beautiful blonde boys? And black women have been maligned and, and mistreated and... Uh, What's the word I'm trying to find here? It was just on the tip of my tongue. But, you know, uh, lying, mistreated. I mean, how much more? And now women, black women, are becoming the most educated class in the United States. And I just don't understand why black men, more black men, are supporting black women in this because they are changing the narrative of their own story. We are changing the narrative of our own story. We are no longer trying to be welfare queens. We're no longer trying to be uh, what our mothers were or our grandparents were. Black women single-handedly are turning their lives around. So I don't understand why the word submission has to be used to again smack down the black woman. I just don't understand. I really don't. I can't wrap my head around it. Again, I mean, you know, I can say this to the cows from home, I guess. And, you know, you're probably rolling your eyes. You're like, you just said that a few minutes ago. But I can't stress it enough. If you are of the faith, this is, you know, this is not for you. But people who are not of the faith, you owe no man anything. You owe no man anything. Unless he is coming correct. Unless he is coming with commitment, love, hero of his own story. He don't have to be necessarily Christ-like, but he does have to be the hero in his own story. He can't come in here as a flop house. You know, I think Steve Harvey, he wrote a book called uh, Think Like a Man or Something Like a Lady. I don't know, so many years ago. But um, I heard him talk about what inspired him to write the book. And he said that his daughter was at the kitchen table and the young man came to see his daughter. And um, he, uh, Steve Harvey and his father-in-law were in the kitchen. And the young man was in the kitchen. And they asked him, you know, what are your intentions toward my daughter? That's what they asked him. And the young man hemmed and hawed, if I remember correctly, hemmed and hawed or whatever. So finally, they, they kind of asked him. And he finally, the young man finally admitted that they were just kicking it, you know, just kicking it. 
You'll see where it goes. It's, he's not, you know. So the daughter comes down, and he says, the, the, his Steve Harvey and his father-in-law say to the young man, um, tell my daughter what you told us. And so the young man told the daughter what he told Steve Harvey and the grandfather that he was just kicking it with her. And she, of course, was hurt by this because she was more serious about him than he was about her. And then the daughter was upset because she's like, how could you make him do that, Dad? How could you make him say these things to me? How, why would you do that? And he said to her, I saw that, I don't remember, now I'm paraphrasing. If you remember it, drop a link in the comments for those of you guys who are on Facebook and the rest of you hit me up on um, Instagram. But he told her that, you know, I used to be a man. <laughs> he didn't say I used to be a man. He is a man. I, I'm a man. I was a young man once. And that, <laughs> get me, I used to be a man. I'm, I'm confusing him with the other one. Never mind. But anyway, he said, I, 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 I was a young man. And he says, you know, I saw how you felt about him or something like to that effect. And that you needed to know what his intentions were. And so many women, we go out there. And I, I was young, too. I used to do that. I used to go out there and think, oh, you know, we're in a relationship. And my idea of a relationship was... We're together, and his idea of relationship was um, we're together, but I see other people, you know. And I didn't know how to date with intention. And he was telling her the same thing. Like, she was lucky to have a father to, to kind of, like, guide her through the dating world. But a lot of us who, you know, I, I didn't have my father there. I knew who he was. I knew his name. But he never really came to see him. I could count the times I've seen him in my entire life. And, you know, all the dating mistakes I made, I, I went to the school of hard knocks. I learned the very, 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 very hard way. Thank God, you know, knock on wood, praise be to God and everybody that I didn't have babies that I, you know, I didn't plan for. So, but anyways... You know, we have to come, we have to date, we have to be intentional with our lives. And we have to recognize when someone is playing the manipulative game, you know, it's almost, I'm, I'm really trying to avoid this, but it's almost like a pimp game, you know, when they, when uh, guys or a group of men come out and they talk to you, and they, they mess around with your head, and they get you all confused, and you feel sad and down and depressed, and, and you know, you don't feel like you're good enough. And it, it's terrible, really. And, you know, you, they call it gaslighting, and that's exactly what it is. And it's all to get you to do what, to go out there and do the dirty work that they won't do themselves. You know, you, you got to pay for the meal because, you know, you're not really good enough, you know. And you should be lucky and happy that, you know, considering 
what you are, how you look, you know, that you're not all that. So you shouldn't expect to be treated like a person or, or respectable. And it's a, it's a mind game. And, you know, when I was younger, I came out of a place where, you know, it, it was kind of a cult, really. And what they did was they would use biblical terms or scriptures to manipulate, it wasn't even a congregation, just a group of people, manipulate the group into emptying their pockets, uh, you know, giving everything that they had to the to the person in charge. Um, just, just, you know, whatever. Whatever they want you to do, they'll manipulate you to do. They'll make you feel guilty. They'll make you feel like you're going to go to hell any time of the day or whatever. And I pers- this is my personal beef. I hate and when I heard these words, submit, and you have to be submissive to the man, and this kind of thing, I, I really, just like a lot of women here, I push back at that. Because I understand, number one, that it's a manipulation of the word of God. Now, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm of the Maya Angelou rule of Christianity. You know, it takes time to be a Christian. That's a walk. That's a lifelong walk. That's a lot of work. And you, you know, you just don't pop up one day and say I'm a Christian. You got to take a you got to take a path. And it's a it's a difficult path. And sometimes you you fall off and you deviate and you know oh God. So you know if you're a work in progress, I don't even know. I don't even know. But I hate hate hate. I hate it when they take any context, any spiritual book, and take it out of context. I hate when fake gurus come out of the woodworks and use biblical terms to manipulate people. And that's what inspired me to make this YouTube video and to do the podcast. I mean, because really, that's the thing I want to address most of all. That, you know, just because they, you, and it's so, the thing is, it's so pseudo, you know, that you, you don't want to argue it. You know instinctively you should push back, but you don't want to really argue it because you're not certain. There's something truthful about it. There's, some, there's a vagueness in the air, you know. It's the stop clock that's right twice a day. But... Whenever you look up, it seems to be the right time, but it's been wrong the rest of the day. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to make this clear to women who are working hard, who have their PhDs, who are making something of themselves, um, that you don't owe submission to just anybody who walks into your life. You don't owe it submission to anyone who doesn't make a move to make you his wife. Of course, you can make any decision that you want to make, and you can do what you want to do, but you owe no man submission. 
because even though it is the word of God and everybody will tell you just how it should be. That's how it should be. That's what it is. They don't follow no other rules in the Bible. They don't, they don't live no kind of Christian life. But when it comes to women submit to your husband, you've got to be submissive to them. Submit. Submit to me now because I'm a man. Submit to me. And there is nothing in there that says anything about submitting to somebody who isn't coming correct. Nothing. And I'm, I'm talking strictly from the Christian Bible because I'm under the impression that most people in this country are identify as Christians or had identified as Christians at one time. And um, like I said, when I heard God, I have to mention his name, Kevin Samuels say what he said, I knew exactly where it came from. And I knew that fundamentally he was wrong. He was wrong for what he did. He was wrong for what he was saying. He was wrong for using that to manipulate women into feeling sorry for themselves and to doubting themselves. Now, if, like I said, clock a stop clock is right twice a day. If somehow he says something that helped you, congratulations. But the truth of the matter is, and you, maybe you had some personality problems or whatever, and he got you well or whatever, congratulations. This particular podcast isn't for you. But it is for people, for women in particular, women of color, who are under the impression or who wrestle with what it is that they, they owe a man if he takes them out to dinner. And I like to talk about what it means, what women really are, because most men who are out here in these YouTube streets don't really understand women at all. They don't even understand women. They don't even understand why they should pay for dinner. They don't understand why they should be men. Why, what we're really asking them to do is to be the thing that they want to be. But they're out here throwing histrionic fits because they're saying that you should be submissive You got little 22-year-olds talking about, you know, uh, a woman with a dirty shirt in a dirty room and hair unkempt talking about women should be submissive to him and, and, and you know, on TikTok. And I'm here to tell you that that is not the truth. And I, I hope I've made it clear for you why it is not the truth for you. Now, it, again, if you are a follower of Christ, then this applies to you. If you're a Christian person, it applies to you because this is clear instructions on how you should live as a Christian. But it has absolutely positively nothing to do with the secular world. Nothing to do with the secular world. 
Because the reality is that the manosphere sells you a dream and a pipe dream that if you are just being submissive, uh, what is it, friendly, fit, and cooperative, you'll find a good man. And I don't know how that is true because I had a dog who was friendly, fit, but he didn't cooperate, you know, an animal. And, you know, his name was Big Red. And we I mean, I lived uh, years ago. I used to live uh, in Atlantic City. You know, we would live like one. Well, I lived with my boyfriend at the time, one block from the beach. And Big Red used to unlock the door and go up to the boardwalk and stay on the boardwalk while we were at work. And when we'd come home, we would see him out there having a good time playing with the people up on the boardwalk. He knew how to unlock doors. He wasn't cooperative. And, and when he wanted, he was a big dog. And when he wanted to go someplace, he went. So, if you can't expect that from animals, I don't know how in God's name you can expect it from a human being. Because people are individuals. People are human. And That's my thoughts. I hope that I helped you in some small way to um, see some sort of light. But, you know, let me know what you think. Leave a, uh, you know, a comment in the description. You know, leave some comments. Let me know how you feel. Let me know if you agree with me or you don't agree with me. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube crowd over there, and to the, um, to the rest of you, hit me up on uh, Instagram at M-H-I-G-H-1029, the Black Eye Podcast, on Twitter, M-H-I, uh, what is it, <laughs> M-H-I-G-H-1029, also the Black Eye Podcast, and, um, Leave your comments down there. All the rest of the contact information will be in the description. And let me know what you're thinking. Um, until next time, I hope things are going well for you. Until next time, thank you. And uh, be blessed. Bye-bye. And I'm back. Uh, had to take a quick break and uh, come back on the other side of the uh, conversation that I was having, uh, hopefully with you, and hopefully you learned something, and hopefully I made some sense um, regarding why secular women uh, owe no man submission. Because um, and I left off at the spiritual part where, nevertheless, in every one of you in particular, so love your wife as himself. The wife see to it that she reverences the, her husband. Um, for those of you who are here, welcome back to the second segment of the Black Eye Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Michelle. And today's discussion, again, is you owe no man 
submission. And I was hoping to um, show you a reason why you don't owe me uh, submission. Um, because so many times, and I hear this on, on the black community more than I hear this anywhere else, which, again, I think is so strange and weird and just out of place because I don't even know why black people would embrace submission of any of our people for any reasons, considering that we are always complaining about white supremacy, uh, racism, systemic racism, and all the other um, obstacles that keep us, uh, that hold us back, and such and such and such and so and so and so. So I'm always perplexed to find that black men in particular are always on the on TikTok, especially young ones who look like they don't have a job or anything. And I'm not here to really denigrate you like that, but you know, you don't look like you're somebody that should anybody should submit to. And you all come in and you talk about how women should submit to you, even though you don't even know what submission is and if it applies to women today. And I'm here to really show women that it really doesn't apply to you. You owe no man submission. Um, just because they take you out to dinner and they give you a, a lovely time out doesn't mean that you owe them submission. And um, if, you know, it, if they hold the door open for you, you don't owe them submission. Just because he's a man, you don't owe them submission. Um, submission, again, this these texts, the submit, woman submitting, wife submitting to your husband is for Christians. It is Christian instructions. And most of y'all ain't Christians. You're not Christians. You don't follow the Christian ideology. You don't follow Jesus in that way, which is fine. And again, I will say that if a woman, if y'all want to take this and apply this to your life, excuse me, I don't know where that's coming from. But if you want to take this and apply this to your life, and this is a woman's choice, then fine. Make that choice. Make that decision. But you make that decision. And you have to be discerning women, I'm talking to women in particular, about to whom you yield your, your, your person. Because submission is yielding yourself to, a, to another human being, to his authority. And today, women have authority. We have authority. And don't come to me and tell me that this is how it's ought to be and everything when there are clear examples where, even in the Bible, that women have been strong and, and preaching the gospel and strong in the faith. In the Old Testament and in the New. And if you are not a follower of the Christian religion, then you have to know that there are religions where females are the dominant, uh, the dominant deity. And you, if you are uh, familiar with certain African uh, 
religions. I don't call them religions, but you, you know, females are not subjected or subject or submissive to the man. So then I wonder why all these men are calling for women to be submissive when it does not apply. Women don't owe you submission. They don't. Because once again, I will repeat it. Once again, I can't beat that drum hard enough. What is for Caesar? ought to be rendered to Caesar, and what is of God ought to be rendered to God. And I am so tired of uh, pseudo-gurus who come out of the woodwork, take some Bible stuff, and then mix it in with some mumbo-jumbo and confuse people, uh, confuse women or confuse people, and, and have some pseudo-truths here and tell people that what is for Christians is also for them. And that is not the case. That's why it's an anathema to most people. That's why people, that's why most women like resist, especially black women. That's why they resist because what? No. Now, again, if you are a Christian, then this, you, you understand the word. I hope you do. You understand what it means if you are a practicing Christian. This is all about, not even about being subject to your husband, but submitting to Christ and him crucified. That's exactly what it's all about. And, and Apostle Paul makes that abundantly clear because he compares Christ and the husband and the church and why coming together in union that's under the faith and that does not apply to everyone else so it does if you're a woman out here and you haven't been in the faith or you're not of the faith maybe you're something that does not apply to you if you are um you know you haven't been to church or you haven't grown up in, that does not apply to you it simply does not apply to you. And how are you going to submit to somebody just because somebody told you to? Because you see how the man has to come. He has to love you more than he loves himself. Or just at least just as much as he loves himself. He said no man ever yet hated his own flesh. And there's a whole can of worms there that I'm, I'm not going to go into. Again, somebody else does that much better than I do. But nourishes and cherishes it even as the Lord does or whatever. But just the same. Just the same. Um, you owe no one that kind of submission. There we go. So, so, so it says again, for no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourisheth it and cherisheth it, 
even as the Lord, the church. So think about what that means. And then it goes on to tell us exactly who he is talking to. He said, for we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Who is he talking about? He's talking about Jesus. He's talking about Christians. He's talking about people of the faith. We, not the whole world, not people who are not of the faith, but we. And I mean, and I'm talking just, you know, as, as, as in the Bible. We are of the faith. That's for Christians. So when you have these people up here yapping about how women are out of line and this and that and the other thing, they don't know what they're talking about. They really don't know what they're talking about. They have no clue. Because if they were in order themselves, they would understand why women had to step up to the plate and take care of themselves, especially black women. Because when it comes to black women, and you you hear the words welfare queen, do you think of a beautiful blonde Jennifer with two beautiful blonde boys? And black women have been maligned and, and mistreated. And uh, what's the word I'm trying to find here? It was just on the tip of my tongue. But, you know, uh, maligned, mistreated. I mean, how much more? And now women, black women, are becoming the most educated class in the United States. And I just don't understand why black men, more black men, are supporting black women in this. Because they are changing the narrative of their own story. We are changing the narrative of our own story. We are no longer trying to be welfare queens. We're no longer trying to be uh, what our mothers were or our grandparents were. Black women single-handedly are turning their lives around. So I don't understand why the word submission has to be used to again smack down the black woman. I just don't understand. I really don't. I can't wrap my head around it. Again, I mean, you know, I can say this to the cows from home, I guess. And, you know, you're probably rolling your eyes. You're like, you just said that a few minutes ago. But I can't stress it enough. If you are of the faith, this is, you know, this is not for you. But people who are not of the faith, you owe no man anything. You owe no man anything. Unless he is coming correct. Unless he is coming with commitment, love, hero of his own story. He don't have to be necessarily Christ-like, but he does have to be the hero in his own story. He can't come in here as a flop house. You know, I think Steve Harvey, he wrote a book called uh, Think Like a Man something like a lady, I don't know, so many years ago. But um, I heard him talk about what inspired him to write the book. And 
he said that he, his daughter was at the kitchen table and the young man came to see his daughter and um, he, uh, Steve Harvey and his father-in-law were in the kitchen and the young man was in the kitchen and they asked him, you know, what are your intentions toward my daughter? That's what they asked him. And the young man hemmed and hawed, if I remember correctly, hemmed and hawed or whatever. So finally, they, they kind of asked him, and he finally, the young man finally admitted that they were just kicking it, you know. They're just kicking it. You know, see where it goes. It's, he's not, you know. So the daughter comes down, and he says, the, the, his Steve Harvey and his father-in-law say to the young man, um, tell my daughter what you told us. And so... The young man told the daughter what he told Steve Harvey and the grandfather that he was just kicking it with her. And she, of course, was hurt by this because she was more serious about him than he was about her. And then the daughter was upset because she's like, how could you make him do that, Dad? How could you make him say these things to me? How, why would you do that? And he said to her, I saw that, I don't remember, now I'm paraphrasing. If you remember it, drop a link in the comments for those of you guys who are on Facebook and the rest of you hit me up on um, Instagram. But he told her that, you know, I used to be a man. <laughs> he didn't say I used to be a man. He is a man. I, I'm a man. I was a young man once. And that... <laughs> me I used to be a man I'm, I'm confusing him with the other never mind but anyways he said I, 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 I was a young man and he says you know I saw how you felt about him or something like to that effect and that you needed to know what his intentions were and so many women we go out there and I, I was young too I used to do that I used to go out there and think oh you know, we're in a relationship, and my idea of a relationship was we're together, and his idea of a relationship was um, we're together, but I see other people, you know. And I didn't know how to date with intention, and he was telling her the same thing. Like, she was lucky to have a father to, to kind of, like, guide her through the dating world, but a lot of us who, you know, I, I didn't have my father there. I knew who he was. I knew his name. Uh, but he never really came to see him. I could count the times I've seen him in my entire life. And, you know, all the dating mistakes I made, I, I went to the school of hard knocks. I learned the very, 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 very hard way. Thank God, you know, knock on wood, praise be to God and everybody that I didn't have, babies that I you know, I didn't plan for, so, but anyways, you know, we have to come, we have to date, we have to be intentional with our lives, and we have to recognize when someone is playing the manipulative game, you know, it's almost, I'm, I'm really trying to avoid this, but it, it's almost like a pimp game, you know, when they, when uh, 
guys or a group of men come out and they talk to you and they, they mess around with your head and they get you all confused and you feel sad and down and depressed and, and you know, you don't feel like you're good enough. And it, it's terrible, really. And, you know, you, they call it gaslighting and that's exactly what it is. And it's all to get you to do what, to go out there and do the dirty work that they won't do themselves. You know, you, you got to pay for the meal because, you know, you're not really good enough. You know, and you should be lucky and happy that, you know, considering what you are, how you look, you know, that you're not all that. So you shouldn't expect to be treated like a person or, or respectable. And it's a, it's a mind game. And, you know, when I was younger, I came out of a place where, you know, it, it was kind of a cult, really. And what they did was they would use biblical terms or scriptures to manipulate it wasn't even a congregation, just a group of people who manipulate the group into emptying their pockets, um, you know, giving everything that they had to the to the person in charge. Um, just, just, you know, whatever, whatever they want you to do, they'll manipulate you to do. They'll make you feel guilty. They'll make you feel like you're going to go to hell any time of the day or whatever. And I pers this is my personal beef. I hate that kind of stuff. And when I heard these words, submit, and you have to be submissive to the man, and this kind of thing, I, I really, just like a lot of women here, I push back at that. Because I understand, number one, that it's a manipulation of the word of God. Now, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm of the Maya Angelou rule of Christianity. You know, it takes time to be a Christian. That's a walk. That's a lifelong walk. That's a lot of work. And you, you know, you just don't pop up one day and say I'm a Christian. You got to take a you got to take a path. And it's a it's a difficult path. And sometimes you you fall off and you deviate and you know, oh God. So you know. If you're a work in progress, I don't even know. I don't even know. But I hate, hate, hate. I hate it when they take any context, any spiritual book, and take it out of context. I hate when fake gurus come out of the woodworks and use biblical terms to manipulate people. And that's what inspired me to make this YouTube video and to do the podcast. I mean, because really, that's the thing I want to address most of all. That, you know, just because they, you, and it's so, the thing is, it's so pseudo, you know, that you, you don't want to argue it. You know instinctively you should push back, but you don't want to really argue it because you're not certain. There's something truthful about it. There's, some, there's a vagueness in the air, you know. It's the stop clock that's right twice a day. But whenever you look up, it seems to be the right time. 
but it's been wrong the rest of the day. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to make this clear to women who are working hard, who have their PhDs, who are making something of themselves, um, that you don't owe submission to just anybody who walks into your life. You don't owe it submission to anyone who doesn't make a move to make you his wife. Of course, you can make any decision that you want to make, and you can do what you want to do, but you owe no man submission. Because even though it is the word of God, and everybody will tell you just how it should be, that's how it should be. That's what it is. They don't follow no other rules in the Bible. They don't, they don't live no kind of Christian life. But when it comes to women submit to your husband, you've got to be submissive to him. Submit. Submit to me now because I'm a man. Submit to me. And there is nothing in there that says anything about submitting to somebody who isn't coming correct. Nothing. And I'm, I'm talking strictly from the Christian Bible because I'm under the impression that most people in this country are identify as Christians or had identified as Christians at one time. And um, like I said, when I heard his name, Kevin Samuel say what he said, I knew exactly where it came from. And I knew that fundamentally he was wrong. He was wrong for what he did. He was wrong for what he was saying. He was wrong for using that to manipulate women into feeling sorry for themselves and to doubting themselves. Now, if, like I said, clock, a stop clock is right twice a day. If somehow he says something that helped you, congratulations. But the truth of the matter is, and you, maybe you had some personality problems or whatever, and he got you well or whatever, congratulations. This particular podcast isn't for you. But it is for people, for women in particular, women of color, who are under the impression or who wrestle with what it is that they, they owe a man if he takes them out to dinner. And I like to talk about what it means, what women really are, because most men who are out here in these YouTube streets don't really understand women at all. They don't even understand women. They don't even understand why they should pay for dinner. They don't understand why they should be men, why, what we are really asking them to do is to be the thing that they want to be. But they're out here throwing histrionic fits because they're saying that you should be submissive. You got little 22-year-olds talking about, you know, uh, a woman with a dirty shirt in a dirty room and hair unkempt talking about women should be submissive to him and, and, and you know, on TikTok 
And I'm here to tell you that that is not the truth. And I, I hope I've made it clear for you why it is not the truth for you. Now, it, again, if you are a follower of Christ, then this applies to you. If you're a Christian person, it applies to you. Because this is clear instructions on how you should live as a Christian. But it has absolutely positively nothing to do with the secular world. Nothing to do with the secular world. Because the reality is that Manosphere sells you a dream and a pipe dream that if you are just being submissive, uh, what is it, friendly, fit, and cooperative, you'll find a good man. And I don't know how that is true, because I had a dog who was friendly fit, but he didn't cooperate, you know, an animal. And, you know, his name was Big Red. And we, I, mean, I lived, uh, years ago I used to live uh, in Atlantic City, you know, we would live like one, well, I lived with my boyfriend at the time, one block from the beach. And Big Red used to unlock the door and go up to the boardwalk and stay on the boardwalk while we were at work. And when we come home, we would see him out there having a good time playing with the people up on the boardwalk. He knew how to unlock doors. He wasn't cooperative. And, and when he wanted, he was a big dog. And when he wanted to go someplace, he went. So if you can't expect that from animals, I don't know how in God's name you can expect it from a human being because people are individuals, people are human. Anyways, that's my thoughts. I hope that I helped you in some small way to, um, see some sort of light but you know let me know what you think leave a uh you know a comment in the description you know leave some comments let me know how you feel let me know if you agree with me or you don't agree with me don't forget to like share and subscribe to the youtube crowd over there and to the um to the rest of you hit me up on uh Instagram at M-H-I-G-H-1029, the Black Eye Podcast. On Twitter, M-H-I, uh, what is it? <laughs> M-H-I-G-H-1029, also the Black Eye Podcast. And um, leave your comments down there. All the rest of the contact information will be in the description. And let me know what you're thinking. Um, until next time. I hope things are going well for you. Until next time, thank you, and uh, be blessed. Bye-bye. You have just heard the Black Eyed Podcast. If you would like to contact me, you can do so through Twitter at MHB1070, on Instagram at my1029. That's M-H-I-G-H-1229, excuse me. 
or on Patreon at theblackeyepodcast.com. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can do so through Stripe. Any donation helps me make better content and bring it to you. Thank you.